Hi everybody and welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host Lydia Killian and today I want to talk to you about what the cost of your new life will be. This is something that's really important to me because I have a lot of, like, I don't think some of you understand how many DMs I get a day. So if, if I'm a bit slow to reply to some of you, I'm really, really, really sorry. I have like over 40,000 followers now and the DMs be popping. And one of the most common DMs is like about how long it's taken and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this isn't throwing shade at anybody. No shade is going to be thrown in this. I mean, it's a big cis talk. So if the shoe fits, Cinderella, you better fucking wear it. But this is not to throw shade or, you know, be like, oh my God, I can't believe you feel this way. No, we're all human. There's no shade in my house. Um... But yeah, I wanted to talk to you about what your dream life is going to cost you because I don't think some of y'all understand. Your dream life is going to cost you a few things, mostly being your old one. Now, that could be your old way of thinking. Sometimes it's going to involve friendships and I don't want to scare you with that one, but you know, the the dead weight is going to fall off as you elevate and you up your mind and you up your self-worth. You will notice that a few things are going to start to drop out of your life because you're elevating your worth to a place that they can't match. They're a match to your old self-worth. And they, they can't stick around where this new energy can be. And that's fine because if they can't stick around, then you don't want them in your life anyway whilst you're feeling like a bad bitch or a bad man and they can't appreciate it. It could look like, you know, different jobs, different places, different people, but it also is going to require a lot of effort and a lot of time. And I don't mean that like in an exhausting way, but some of you really want want the milk for free instead of like buying the cow. I think it's probably down to Instagram, internet culture of instant gratification, convenience. We are a convenience culture. But the lack of willingness to put effort into some of your dreams literally blows my mind simultaneously pisses me off and also amazes me absolutely amazes me um, and again no shade we've all been there I'm impatient as they come but one thing I know is I'm not giving up until I fucking get what I want period end of I am not giving up until I get what I want I do not care if I've set the intention to manifest it by the 1st of January 2024 and it's now February 12th 2024 you best believe I still internally believe that it's gonna happen that the, the fact that the time has passed is not making me waver absolutely hell no I thought this phase of my life living on a laptop in Ibiza literally like living my best life I really thought that was gonna hit right kind of hit when I was 25 because I was doing the same thing in Ibiza but it wasn't happening like this with this income and this set of friends like I was low-key depressed the last time I lived in Ibiza which is why I was so hell-bent on coming and doing it back but I coming back and doing it again but I fully 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 believed when I started this business at 22 and I let I let idiots diminish my self-worth and I had a self-worth that attracted idiots um friend-wise and boy-wise but I really let external things get in the way of my dreams until I built up this self-concept and now it's, it, it feels like it's coming easily to me this summer. But I forget that I've put a year of self-concept work into this vision. But I thought this vision was going to happen years ago. I thought I was going to spend all of my 20s doing this. I didn't. I didn't elevate my self-concept enough to get to be in this place and I didn't work in the right ways to get to this place. And then also a few life experiences happened, tragedies that weren't in my control and set me back a little bit. But my point is, 
I did not give up on it. I never at one point did not think this is what I'd be doing for the rest of my life. I might have took a hiatus. I called it a stormsy break. So I stopped posting online for coaching in 2019. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going on a stormsy break. So for those of you who don't know, I'm absolutely fucking obsessed with grime music. And Storms is one of my faves. And he, before he played um, Glastonbury, he actually had a year off prior to that. Prior to the Gang Signs and Prayers album, he had a year off, wasn't ready for the limelight, says it openly in his songs, and became a bit of a poster boy for mental health when he came out and, and said this to everybody, but he didn't actually intend on that being his image. It's kind of, it's a Rolling Stone cover that accidentally kind of painted him out to be a mental health, health advocate. Although he is a mental health advocate. My Michael, big Mike. Big storms. Um, but he took a year break and then he came back bigger and better than ever, came um, big, came back with Big Few Boots, the GSAP album, and then he ended up headlining Glastonbury with the, I don't know if you can remember, those of you who like crime music or the UK culture, with the bulletproof um, Union Jack vest on. And I was like, I'm going to have a stormsy break. I need a break. I need a fucking break from this. I'm going to come back bigger and better than ever. I didn't realise it was going to take a few years. I honestly thought it was going to be six months to a year. But my point is, I never had this vision out of my mind. I never saw my life going any other way. And it could still go off track, God forbid, by some wood. I need to touch wood. There's no wood around me. I've got a good concept, it's fine. Um, but I never let this vision go out of my brain, no matter what my circumstances look like. And that's another thing you're going to need to develop, which is, it's going to cost you an amount of dumb faith. It's gonna cost you in faith money. You have to see your faith or your fear as a currency. You're either spending that on something you do want or you're spending it on something you don't want. So whilst you're worried about it not happening, whilst, which again, valid, we all go from worry from time to time, I'm the same. Uh, whilst you're worrying that you know, you're never gonna get this thing, whilst you're worrying that you're not good enough, you are spending that currency on what you don't want. You are gonna have to learn how to spend your faith tokens and put it into the bank of what you do want. You will not see the dividends from that straight away. You may, well, sometimes you will, sometimes you won't, but most likely the day you plant the seed is not the day the prickly fruit. You have to trust that is going, and then faith tokens are going into a savings account and they are gonna yield the best fucking windfall and payout you can ever imagine in your entire life. And like I said, you have to do that blindly. And it's quite scary to put your faith in something you can't see. But that's exactly, I mean, you will put your faith in the universe. That's a fucking entity you can't see. You put your faith in God, an invisible bloke in the sky you can't see. I was raised Catholic, no shade on anybody. Whoever your God is, whether that's woman, universe, literally requires you to put your faith in something you can't see. Worrying about whether it's going to happen or not is putting your faith of some sort I don't know why I've gone so high-pitched like Ross or friends, because I'm fine. But it, it's still, like, worrying is still putting faith in something you can't see. It's just a negative faith. So it doesn't make sense. Like, deep it. Why are we doing this? And that affirming, sorry, that worrying is affirming. It's affirming what you don't want. So it will be scary when you start to make these shifts. And you're going to have to create a whole new identity around yourself around the thing you want and about your ability to manifest it. So the brain is gonna bring up some, some shit to that. It, it's been this way for X amount of years. That could be 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. It's been this way for so long. Even if you're changing in a positive way, even if you're changing your life in a positive way, the brain doesn't fucking like change. It's honestly the stupid mechanism. The brain is so clever. Let, let me do, honestly, the brain is so clever. I'm not even using my lungs right now. 
I'm not telling my lungs what to do. My brain's doing that for me. My brain is literally keeping me alive. My brain keeps me up straight. Every bodily function, it does. Yeah, it it, it doesn't want me to be happy. <laughs> it wants me to be happy as long as it's on board with it. So, you know, it's going to throw up some resistance. That's a given. When you're messaging me like, oh, it feels hard today. Listen, if you were doing a three-month trade, and again, no shade, this is a lovely business talk. I'm doing this also. You fucking light some fire in your ass. But if you started a trading program, say, like, for example, you had £100 saloons, like, the trainer is going to, one, get you cutting out the crap in your diet, and it's number two going to get you exercising. And when you start exercising, after a few days or a few weeks, you're going to start getting aches and pains. Are you going to give up when the aches and pains come through? Well, yeah, if you, if you don't want that new life, if you don't want a, a trimmed-down body or you don't want to build curves in the gym if you want to put on weight, then, yeah, fair enough. You, you, you're going to give up when the aches and pains are going to go because you have to choose your uncomfortable. You can either put up with that uncomfort of the aches and pains of you. This is a sick podcast. I have not done a podcast for about a month. This is sick. I'm sorry. I'm just giving myself my flowers because I'm coming out with, like, so many good analogies on today's podcast. But... If the uncomfort, again, you have to choose your uncomfortable. You have to choose what's uncomfortable for you and which uncomfort you'd prefer. Would you prefer the uncomfort of the aches and pains of manifesting what you want whilst it's manifesting and the process? Would you would you prefer the uncomfortableness of the process or do you prefer the uncomfortableness of staying where you are? Sometimes staying where you are is so safe and so comfortable. A lot of people prefer it there whether they're going to admit it or not, whether they even realise it or not. A lot of these times this shit is subconscious. I personally would prefer the uncomfort of the process. I have the most insane blind faith. I have the dumbest blind faith. I can be blocked on all platforms and still believe that boy is in love with me. I can be three pence in my bank account, bailiffs knocking on the door, and I still believe I'm going to make 10 grand that month. I can honestly put my faith into the unseen like very few people I know. My dad can do it and my mum can do it. Actually, my little brother can do it as well. I come from a very, very lucky family that way that I have had faith installed in me and it's not over till it's over kind of mentality. I would much rather have the uncomfortableness of the process because I know the end result will be so worth it and I know that by law of assumption and just by actual neuroscience, if I program my mind, then it has to happen. So yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, I'm not feeling this. But I know that if I stick at this and I change my identity and I work on being uncomfortable, then it has to happen. It has no choice. When I program the brain, it has no choice. So yes, I'll feel uncomfortable for a time being, the aches and pains, just like I would in a gym. But if I know I'm going to have a banging body at the end of it, like I would a gym session, I'm going to work towards that. And that's where you really have to keep your focus on the why you're doing it. And sometimes when the end goal feels so out of reach, it's really hard to trust in the process, trust in the aches and pains. Lock into your why and remind yourself why you are even doing this, why you're working on your self-concept, why you're listening to your affirmations like a, like a fucking psycho bitch, why you are scripting out, why you are going on miracle walks and listening to your favourite song. Why are you doing that? Because you want to feel a certain way. Okay, start practising that feeling throughout the day. Start feeling loved and wanted even though it's not happening in 3D, start feeling abundant and rich, start feeling like your business is six figures and it's popping off, start feeling like you're the baddest person in your industry career-wise, start feeling like you have your sexy body, like train your brain to feel those feelings now, one, to remind it of why you're doing it and how good it feels, 
Two, it will manifest it in. And three, it's teaching it that it is normal. And when you teach it that it's normal, you're actually going to curb the amount of aches and pains and resistance you feel because now your brain isn't resisting it so much because it thinks it's normal. Okay? Which ties into my next part. You have to be fucking relentless. Like, you just have to be relentless if you want this thing so bad like you say you want it. And I know affairs of the heart can be a little bit difficult with this subject. But when it comes to business, but even still, like, if you want love and you want that relationship, whether that's with someone or, like, someone new, be relentless in that. Like, I'm going to make myself feel like the best version of myself. Not for them, not so someone picks me, but for me. I'm going to choose to become the most magnetic, best, flamboyant, fully version of myself because I deserve that and I deserve to attract what I want. And I... I don't want to go a day without knowing that's a possibility. So I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to be relentless with this shit because I know it can happen for me, even if it doesn't look like it right now. I know I can earn the money I want in my business because I have a fucking product that is so valuable or a, or a service that is so valuable. People would literally be dumb not to buy it from me. People buy pointless shit off Amazon and TikTok all the time. Why the fuck would they not buy something from me that is so valuable? I know I can have my dream body. I see before and after results all the time. If they can do it, I can do it. I'm not the exception. Just, that, just because it's happened for them in a certain amount of time doesn't mean it has to happen for me that quickly or that long. And, and just because someone else has it doesn't mean I can't have it. This is an abundant world. The grass doesn't struggle to grow because there's a tree there or there's some flower beds there. We all exist perfectly in the most coherent way. I can have it too. If they can have it, I can have it. Fill your brain with that belief. If they can do it, I can do it. If it exists, then it's possible. Be relentless. Be so relentless, you're not willing to budge on your faith. You will have bad days. That's another thing it's going to cost you. It will cost you some bad days. We are human. We're not robots. And when I'm saying all this stuff in the Big Sis Talk, remind yourself and be gentle with yourself and be compassionate with yourself enough to say, do you know what, baby girl, we are, or baby boy, we are going to have some bad days. That's part and parcel of anything. We're not going to let them stop us, okay? We're allowed a bad day. Maybe in a bad week. Maybe in a, I had a bad month when I got to Ibiza. I'm not even lying. I mean, there's a reason why my fucking podcast had been so up and down because the first month was just fucking so hard to get on track. Um, outwardly, like, not a lot of things. It's just one area that I'll... Oh, whew, but even so, do you think I'm letting that ruin my summer? No. Do you reckon that? Like, do you think I'm letting that dent the hard work I've put in my self concept? No. Do you reckon that's gonna let me ruin my business? Hell fucking no. My business is my baby. You ain't touching that shit. So you are gonna have certain times that aren't gonna feel nice. Don't let those times define you. I literally, when those times happen, I literally hold my own hand. I'm crying. I'm like, Lydia, I know you're crying. I know it feels shit right now. I know it feels like it's never going to work. And babe, that's valid. But you are going to get through this. I don't I don't gaslight myself into toxic positivity and say, oh my God, it's happening for me right now. It's da, da, da. No, I let myself feel it and I let it pass, however long that takes. But I never give up on the fact that I'm still going to make it happen. I'm that bitch and I'm going to make it happen. And that's what I want for you too. And it is a process. I never had that five, six, seven years ago. I never had it 10 years ago. This is a new thing. This is a new skill I've learned in the past four years of just holding my own hand, remembering that, do you know what? I've got a great set of family and friends. Well, at the end of the day, I get me through everything. I've pulled myself up off the kitchen floor or the bathroom floor and I've been crying my eyes out, begging God to change me. I wasn't one doing that. I'm the only one who can keep me up when I do that because other people, whether that's your parents, I have amazing parents, I have amazing best friends, I have an amazing brother, they can lift me up for so long but if they go to work or they can't text me back as fast, that, that you can't rely on people 24-7 to be validating you and bigging up your mood. So 
I remind myself that I'm the one who keeps me up during those times. So if I could, if I could do that once, I can do it again. We're gonna get out of this. We're gonna get out of this funk, and be relentless in that. Also, the time it takes. I've done a whole fucking podcast on this. I think I'm pretty sure I've done a whole podcast on this. I've definitely done TikToks on it, but. Some of you messaged me after like three days, Lid, it's not working. I've said 10 affirmations. I've visualized him. him. I'm still not with him. Honestly, girls, boys. It didn't take you three days to get into this situation. I don't know why you expect three days to get yourself out of it. Yes, people get insane results really fastly, especially with my products. So you should have a look at the links in my bio because they happen really fast with people. But in general, you didn't put on a hundred pounds in a month. Why are you expecting to lose it in a month? You didn't get into this shit head state in a month. Why are you expecting to like literally? Honestly, it drives me crazy. Probably because I do have an absolute patient side. When my patience, whew, I have done patience sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes I have too much patience, especially with people. However, that's my self concept, and I'm working on it. Um, but give yourself, like at least three months, at least, like, literally, as we go, I've been manifesting for three months, I've not seen anything, okay, well, then you need to kind of have a look and think, okay, what do I need to change about my self-concept, what do I need to change about my concept of that thing, what do I need to change about my concept of manifesting in general, because maybe there's some things I need to clear up if it's not started to see some results in three months, if you've gone through that and you're doing everything perfectly, then just have that faith, that knowing that, okay, maybe three months isn't my time, it's coming soon, though, it can happen today, just keep telling yourself every single day, it can happen today, this could happen today, I'm not sound actually crazy, but this happened today. And like, give yourself like, honestly, when it came to manifesting living in Ibiza, I came here in July last year for the first time in four years. Obviously, it would have been sooner, but the fucking pandemic kept me away. So yeah, I had to wait four years to come over here, and I literally cried before I'd even touched the ground. I was crying in the airplane. It's my favorite place in the world. I can't describe how a home how much like home this feels like, like, it's my home, it's my home, it's my home, it's my home, my spiritual home, as my friends like to take the piss out of, it. well, my lad friends like to take the piss out of, but it is my spiritual home, it's, it's just everything to me, and I was sat in the pool, and I'd been contemplating coming out on my Stormzy break for quite a while, but the pan again, the pandemic, I just wasn't in the mood to, I didn't, I felt like I didn't have anything to say, I was pissed off at Boris Johnson, even though it's not totally his fault, but <laughs> I was just finding someone to be pissed off about, I was pissed off at the world, pissed off that we'd let these things stop the world and I, I didn't think that was good energy to be doing podcasts and tiktoks and videos <laughs> although may, maybe i would have got a lot more followers maybe some people would have agreed with me but honestly i had been thinking about coming out for a while hadn't 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 got to that point of changing my own comfort yet Okay, it was it was like uncomfortable. The thought of coming back onto video and starting podcasts and like being a voice again because I hadn't done that for a few years. Like that felt so uncomfortable. Where I was, as much as it wasn't my dream life, it was comfy. Like my last business was doing good. I got good friends. Social life sick. I think I had was I seeing someone at the time? Yeah, I was seeing someone at the time. So you know, life's good. But I was sat in that pool at the beach star in Ibiza. And there was a lady named Lynn in a pool, in the pool, and she's my spirit animal. She has like Cardi B nails. She parties with her husband. They're like they were late late fifties at this point. She turned sixty this year. She's amazing, and she's a psychotherapist or psychologist. And she was going up and downstairs, going to see sitting with us in the pool, having a laugh, and then going upstairs doing a client call. And I was like, fuck. 
I'm not going to come back out here and do a bar job or clean it. And there's nothing wrong with either of those. It's just not fulfilling for me when I have a career and profession that I've been working 10 years on with my lashes or seven years on with my coaching. If I'm And I'm not going to do lashes out here because my back is fucking nearly broken from doing it for 10 years. And also it's too hot. For personally, I just find it too hot and too agitated. I think it'd annoy me. And I know coaching is what I want to do for the rest of my life or motivating people in some way or helping people change how they feel about themselves. Like, that's my gift. That's my God-given fucking gift. My energy is God-given in this area. That's the only thing I'm going to do if I come out here and move here and live here. And that was the moment my uncomfort changed to... I need to I need to get back online. I need to start making myself seen. I need to grow my business again because now I've come back to Ibiza and I've seen the life I want to live. It's going to be way too uncomfortable for me spending next year, which would be this year, 2023. If I'm sat at home next year watching everybody in Ibiza, that's going to be so painful for me. So my uncomfort changed in that moment and I gave myself a year because obviously I had another season. I had people in the pool that were like, just stay, just stay. And I was like, no. I need to go home and I need to work on my shit and I need to make myself really uncomfortable for a year so I can live the life of my fucking dreams. And that's what happened. And I swear to God, making myself uncomfortable, putting myself out there to you guys has been the biggest blessing. It's made me so fulfilled, especially after, you know, I've been through a lot of grief the past two years with losing my best friend. Getting back to this point of fulfillment where I wake up every day and I'm so excited to turn my laptop on or make a TikTok or speak to my coaching clients or do voice note coaching. Honestly... It was so worth that uncomfortableness. And there were times, I didn't know this was going to happen, like, loads of times throughout the last year. Like, I knew internally, but my, my 3D didn't say that. And that's where the blind faith come in. That's where not giving up come in. My faith tokens came in, being relentless. That can be the same for you. Where do you want to be this time next year? What What is it going to cost you? Like, actually ask yourself, what's it going to cost me? You might know the people you need to drop off in order in order for you to get that dream life. They might appear along the way. You might have to gather people in, like mentors or just friends and family that can help you and direct you in the right way, or PTs. I don't know. I don't know what it is that you want. But you have, like, you, ask yourself, like, what's it going to cost me? Like, I knew it was going to cost me my courage because I was shit scared of coming back. And you, you wouldn't even imagine that now. Like, I, I, honestly, I chat shit on the internet for a living. <laughs> and I love it, but getting back into it was like really scary. It cost me my courage. I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to build on my big girl pants for this one because I've been out the game for so long. I knew it was gonna cost me being batshit crazy and doing affirmations like I'm earning X amount of money living on a laptop in Ibiza and just putting some dumb blind faith into the mix. I knew it was gonna cost me some resistance. My my brain's not gonna like this, my body's not gonna like this. I'm so used to I mean Honestly, last summer, I watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills front to back. That is 24 episodes a season. There's 12 seasons, or there was 12 seasons at the time. Do you know, that's a lot of fucking man hours. It, it was going to have to cost me the box set. It's going to have to cost me binge watching Netflix or Prime. I knew what it was going to cost me, and I was okay with it. I'm happy to pay that price if it meant I get my, the life I want. What price are you willing to pay? How are you going to have to be uncomfortable? How can you build up your faith? How can you become relentless? How can you keep at this? You, you could listen to this every day and have a little fucking boost in the morning and get my fucking views up while you're writing. No, I'm joking. <laughs> what can you do every day? Like for me, it's my bad bitch playlist. That puts me in the baddest mood, especially at the minute it's um, 
Rip me out the plastic, I've been acting brand new. I put that on in the morning, I'm ready for the day. I can knock anyone out. Rocky Balboa, who are you? Come on. Like, I can earn a million pounds today. I can meet the love of my life today. I can be, like, honestly, when I put that music, like, ah, I wish you could see my face. What is that for you? What's going to amp you up in the morning? For some people, it's meditation and being calm. I'm just getting into that peaceful, serene state of, I can do this, I can do this. Tony Robbins calls it priming. How can you set yourself up in the morning to prime yourself? I would highly recommend picking a favorite song like that makes you feel those feelings now. So for me, it's Sunshine by Dario G. Um, or there's certain love songs that I like to listen to in the morning and imagine them, something, something. Um, and imagine like feeling those feelings now, feeling loved, feeling wanted, feel worthy. Or like if I'm doing it for money, feeling rich, feeling like, I, I like to literally imagine I'm sat on a bed of money. I'm so safe. I have all this money underneath me. I'm so good. Um, or like how to, like feeling sexy, being at my dream weight. And I don't, like, I listen to it at least three or four or five times in the morning. And I really feel those feelings. And I just get myself in that state for, like, five, ten minutes in the morning before I've even got out of bed. And just, like, or, like, even sometimes, like, I'll do it out of bed and I'll just be washing the pots, listening to that song. Or I'll be going, I'll go on a little walk in the morning and I'll just make sure, like, I'm drilling my brain. Like, music really helps me do that. Music might distract you. But music, for me, I feel like you can listen to a song and with two seconds you're already feeling some type of way. So I think music's really powerful for igniting all the feelings within you to manifest. Like, just just do it. Just pay the price for your dream life. Like, I know it's comfortable to be sat there in your car right now listening to me. Yes, I'm talking to you. Or on a walk, or in the gym, or wherever you listen to this. I know it is so comfortable to say where you are. But baby, you will honestly kick yourself in one year's time, five years' time, ten years' time, if you do not just get up off your fucking ass and do the work, whether even if that's just the internal shifts, if you don't do it, you're going to regret it so much, okay? And that's all I'm going to say today. I love you all so much. Thank you for being patient with me with my sporadic podcast. And I hope you all have the best week, the best month, the best six months left of the year, the best year ever. Start doing it now. I promise you, from a girl who has been there, for a girl who procrastinated three years and everything happens as it should, so I don't regret those three years per se because, like I said, there was a pandemic and a death in the mix. Actually, I had, like, six or seven deaths that year. It was a fucking booky year. Um, but I had a lot of personal shit in the mix, which is why I don't regret it. I'm giving myself that compassion. But if I didn't have those two, if there wasn't a worldwide crisis, <laughs> I'd be so pissed off at myself right now for not doing this sooner. I am generally pissed off in a way. I haven't spent my whole 20s doing seasons and living on my laptop. But I digress. I'm a very young 30-year-old. I'm very spring chicken. So I can spend my 30s doing it because I, I made the shift last year. So whatever you want to do, don't give yourself the chance or the time to regret it. Just start doing it now. Love you so much. Have the best day ever.